Hello, and welcome to Marriage Unchained, the art of one flesh, where saving marriages, saving families, and saving souls is the flavor of the day. Now, let's join our host and author of Marriage Unchained, Catholic Alpha Radical, Jerry Jacobs Jr. Welcome to Catholic Alpha Radical Live, where I help you fix your Catholic marriage. I've coached and helped hundreds of men in their marriages, and now I want to help you. Call 313-RADICAL now. That's area code 313-RADICAL. And ask me anything on tough marital issues, such as what to do when she's asked for divorce. What to do when you have a mutual agreement of separation, but you didn't want it. What to do when your wife is cold and distant. What to do when your wife is having an affair. What to do when your marriage is bad, boring, lukewarm, and passionless. What to do when you engage in a mental embrace less than once a month. What to do when you sleep in separate bedrooms. What to do when she has left the home with or without the children. What to do when you're divorced but didn't want it. Call 313-RADICAL. That's area code 313-723-4225. That's area code 313-723-4225. Again, call 313-RADICAL right now for answers to intimacy problems, communication problems, prayer and spiritual warfare problems, authentic masculinity problems, a.k.a. how to man up. So sit back, relax. Take a chill pill and get ready to rock. But don't duck. Can you feel it? Catholic Alpha Radical coming at you now. Hello and welcome to Catholic Alpha Radical Live. The podcast that helps you fix your Catholic marriage. While also helping giving you winning tactics for marriage problems, girlfriend problems, and intimacy problems for men. And moreover, where my main mission is to keep you out of divorce court and where marriage unchained the art of one flesh, divorce combat coaching is the flavor of the day. While also helping me understand marriage and courting, not dating in the Catholic phase. Why? Because dating is for sex and courting is for marriage. In this 101st episode, how to save my marriage alone when my wife doesn't want to, plus your live phone calls answering all of your marriage and crisis questions. So again, get that cue. Give me a call today. 313-RADICAL. That's 313-723-4225. Or you can call in using your uh, browser at callinstudio.com slash radical one for some resolution to your marriage confusion. Quote of the day. So let's do this. Quote. A man of courage embraces suffering, serves thy beloved, sacrifices self while being the rock for masculinity and the full truth of Christianity. End quote. 
Catholic Alpha. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me to help you in yours. Get live Catholic marriage help. Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern, for some resolution to your marriage confusion. All right, all right. Now with Catholic Alpha's Radical Rant of the Day, we're going to do a good one today, give you a nice little plan, to a uh, general plan to help you uh, try to get your marriage back in order if it is actually in marriage crisis. So with that being said, let's get started. Now, first question of the day is, if you are in marriage crisis, how do you save your marriage when your wife asks if she does not care or could care less? I get that question all the time. How can I do it, Jerry? She don't say, she says she hates me. She says she don't love me no more. She said I'm fat and she ain't attracted to me no more. <laughs> she hates me. She hates me. <sighs> yeah. And in her mind, she does. Um, but she loves you too. Um, it's just she doesn't love the man that's standing before her. And that's what's happened with men. What we do is we wait till things get so bad that our wife has just decided I'm done. I, I don't, I don't need you no more. I don't want you no more. Um, and basically maybe I could do better without you. No. So what actually is marriage crisis? You hear me talk about that all the time. Marriage crisis. So marriage crisis is what the Catholic church calls it. It's called marriage crisis. So marriage crisis basically means your marriage is in turmoil. Basically, you have allowed the demonic in your home, in your marriage, in your relationship. You and your wife has really screwed it up where one of you has asked for a divorce. You have asked for a separation. You don't have intimacy at all, usually less than once a month. Um what else? Marriage crisis. Oh, uh, you filed one of you filed for divorce. Uh, one of you have filed for an annulment. Um, you are divorced. You do have an annulment. Um, if you have an annulment, I guess you could say your marriage crisis is over. <laughs> but some people, some Orthodox Catholics believe that, you know, if you get an annulment these days, it's not a real annulment, but you know, I kind of agree and I kind of don't. I'm in the middle. But what I do when I'm like that, I go to scripture. So scripture says whatever you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. So that's what Christ gave the authority to the apostles. The apostles uh, uh, carried on the Catholic Church from there through 2000 years of all the bishops in line. And so from there, you get bishops and popes and cardinals and and priests and so the, it's called the magisterium. So the magisterium basically is where all the doctrine, they uphold the laws of the church of God. And, and, and I don't like saying the laws of the church because really that's a misnomer. Really, it's the laws of God and Christ. Um, I don't really like when people say the church teaches this, the church teaches that. It's really not the church. See, that that really demeans the church when we talk like that. It really does. It It demeans its authority. Um, why you, you must understand that Christ gave the Catholic church authority to carry on the church. He gave it to Peter. 
Peter is an apostle. He is the head of the apostles. He is the head of the church. He is the first pope. And so all the popes are in succession from Peter all down throughout history over 2,000 years. So basically what that means is they have carried, also scripture says, you shall learn the script, you learn the, 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 the faith by word and by mouth. So basically people who say that we only go by the Bible, that is completely unbiblical. You do not just go by the Bible. Um, you, you can't do that because you won't get all the teachings and the traditions of what we're supposed to be doing because it takes someone to interpret the Bible scripture. And then that's how you get the traditions of the church. Okay. The Catholic church. And that is how we can say that when Pete, when Christ gave the um, authority to Peter, then Peter to the rest of the apostles, they became bishops. And then every they and then out throughout time, those car, those uh, apostles and those bishops, they, um, ordained other bishops and that those bishops ordained other the Pope over the other one. And they just keep going all the way down to what you have Pope Francis today. You have all the bishops in the United States and all over the world. That is what you call authority. And for those of you who don't believe the Catholic church has the authority, it really doesn't matter because the angels and the demons do. And if you don't believe me, talk to an exorcist. <laughs> so, that is marriage crisis. That is marriage crisis. Your wife has asked for a divorce or you've asked for a divorce. Um, you've asked, she's asked for a separation or you guys are in separate bedrooms. I can't believe the amount of people who sleep in separate bedrooms for years, for decades. And they just, they just have to believe it's, it's, it's no big deal. It's just the way it is. That is, that is from hell. A married couple sleeping in separate bedrooms. I mean, that's just from hell. They have a completely allowed, they have completely allowed, have gotten complacent in their marriage. They have gotten, they have just gotten going along to get along. Who wants to live in a marriage like that for 50 years? You know, um, you know, then there are some people who get a divorce and they know they're still married, but they get a divorce and then they just live apart and just act like ain't nothing wrong. Neither one of them gets married again. Just silly stuff. It's just really silly. You know, people can't come together on nothing. You know, if you think about it, and if somebody were to tell them what they're doing is silly, they get mad because it is silly. You know, you got a husband who's living over here. You got a wife who's living over here. They know they're still married, but the state lets tell them they're not. and Everybody else tells them they're not. But in the eyes of God, they know they are. You know, so what do they do? They just kind of just go along and just for the rest of their life. They just kind of da-da-da-da, da-da-da-da, you know. I, I, I couldn't live like that. I couldn't, you know, I don't see how people can, but that's the devil, right? So separation, divorce, uh, annulment, ask for divorce, separate bedrooms, no sex, all of that's marriage crisis, arguing and fighting, you know, but arguing and fighting is not really marriage crisis, but arguing and fighting to the point where those other things have come into play. People think, well, we're arguing and fighting. The kids are, you know, we got the, the kids are unhappy and all that stuff. And so it's best if we split up because the kids are unhappy. See, first of all, you got your priorities wrong. Your kids don't really care about your argument. They do a little bit, but your kids just want you to be together in the same house going to church. That's what kids want. You know, um, parents start thinking about this stuff about we're going to separate for the benefit of the kids. Yeah, right whatever 
you're doing it for yourself. So what you know, kids are always the ones, as we always know, they're the ones that suffer the most. So next, that's marriage crisis. So if you're in those, any one of those categories, which I talked about, you need serious help. You can't get out of it by yourself. Marriage counseling ain't going to work because usually one of you don't want to go there. I had a guy talk to me yesterday, say they tried to go to marriage counseling. He didn't really mind going, but the counselor took the side of his wife. He got so mad, he got up and walked out, stormed out of the darn, out of the darn marriage counseling session. You know how bad it's got to be for a man these days to walk, get up and walk out of a counseling session? Because people really don't know what to do. You can't really take sides. You really can't. What you got to do is point out both sides and try to help those people come together. And 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 a lot of times, uh, one of them doesn't even want to be there anyway, so they sabotage the marriage counseling. That's why we're going to talk about today about saving your marriage by yourself. You really don't need your wife to save your marriage. I know that sounds crazy, but you really don't. You really don't. Um, if you, because why? It all stems down to you fixing you. You've repelled your wife. You've repelled her. And so what do you have to do? You have to attract her back. It's 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 simple concept, but people see the work is hard. The work is hard because, man, we just don't have a warrior spirit today. We're so weak. We are so weak. We don't fight for nothing. You know, I can't, you know, it, and, and people... Men talk to me, you know, women talk to me all the time and go, Jerry, why won't he just fight? Why won't he do it? Just, just, just try to change and be the best man he can be. Nah, he ain't trying to do that because the world's telling him different. The world's telling him you are, I love you just the way you are. Right. But see, that's another this thing about God. God does not love you the way you are. That is the, that's from hell. It really is. God does not love you the way you are, man. He doesn't. That's why you have to you have to die to yourself. Then God will love you the way you are. So you die to yourself. You become holy. You don't. You you're not selfish anymore. You sacrifice for God, your wife, and your children, and society, and the country. Then okay. Then now we're talking. But to be a jerk, to go out and just be sinful and do whatever you want to do, and don't pay attention to your wife and kids. You work all the time. You're neglectful. Um, and we just talk about ourselves and we just, I talked to a guy the other day, we talked for a whole hour and all I heard was I, 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 me, 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 I, 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 we've got as men, we've got to get over that. That makes us weak. Me, real men do not think about themselves like that. They don't. They're, they're men, real men think, what can I do to make others happy to make others? Okay. Right. What can I do to make my relationship with God better so I get the grace to ha- help my marriage and my wife submit to me and my children submit to me and, and, and they are willing to do it. They want to do it. Submit to all my authority in the home. You know, wouldn't, wouldn't you know, that's what you what we should be talking about. But people are told so many things and they like what they hear. So that's what they go through. And then they look up and then they don't have a family or they don't have a job or they don't have the material things that they want. Um, you just can't keep, we can't keep doing the things the way we do because our way does not work. This is why I try to get across to many, many who speak to me. Your way does not work. Don't come in my, in, in, don't come talking to me about your way because your way is not working. It's not. Whatever you did from the time you started talking to me, it didn't work. So what do you do? You let 
you embrace what I'm trying to help you and let me help you. Let the Holy Spirit help you and, and just let your ego out of it. I can't tell you all the guys I talk to. Oh, man, our sex life is good. It's good, man. That ain't her problem. She told me, man, that's a lie. <laughs> if your sex life was great, I mean, first of all, that is if 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 your sex life is bad, re, that is. I talked to a guy the other day that that was his main thing. His sex life is bad. She won't make love to me. I have to approach her like all the time. It's been going on for four or five years. Blah blah blah. You know the story by now. And I said, man. Your problem isn't your sex life. It's not. There are many, many other underlying problems that you have. And we went through and we talked about them. And at the end of the thing, you know what he said? But man, she always makes me initiate sex all the time. She always, she don't ever give me none. And, she don't, and I was like, man, I was just talking to a wall. <laughs> I was talking to a wall for a whole 30 minutes. I was like, oh. But what do you do? I mean, if a person cannot listen, you just got to let them go. You got to let them go. You can't work with somebody who will not listen. You who's not co we call it not coachable. And that's how every sports team is. That's how every corporation is. That's how God is. If you're in God's eyes, if you're not coachable, which means listen, I'm trying to send the Holy Spirit to talk to you, and if you're not going to listen, then I'll just ignore you and I'll and I'll let uh, the demons come in and, and get pain in your life. And then maybe you'll start listening to me then. Your job is the same way. If you don't conform to your job, how long are you going to have a job? If you don't conform to your marriage, how long are you going to have a wife? You know, it, it's, it's all the same. People just do not like being told what to do. That's why as a coach, I have to be very careful how I speak to people because they will tune you out these days. They cannot take it. They cannot, they cannot take criticism because everybody's weak. You know, no one can really sit there and go, you know what, that person is right and then really try to embrace what they're saying and, and think, well, you know what, take what you can use and get rid of what you can't use. But without getting mad and taking it personal, you know. So that's that. The next question is, um, how do you how do you know when you are in marriage crisis? That's a, that's another thing. How do you know when you're in marriage crisis? How do you know when your wife's going to ask for a divorce? How do you know when your wife's going to leave? How do you know? Well, I'm going to tell you that right now because I say that all the time. If you don't know by now, the first clue that you are in marriage crisis is your wife is nagging you. Why don't you do this? Why don't you get a better job? Why don't you give me more attention? Why don't we talk more? Why don't you mow the grass? Uh, why, why are you, why are you talking to the kids like that? Why are you, you know, your wife is just not on board with things you're doing. She's not, she won't let a lot. She's not allowing you to lead your home. When your wife is nagging you, she's rebelling against you and she's not allowing you to lead your home. Why? Cause she don't trust you no more. Why? Because she thinks you don't care about her no more. But at that time, most guys, what do we do? We ignore her. We ignore her cries of, dude, I feel you ain't, you don't hardly love me no more. So I'm going to nag you to death till you listen. And then we don't listen. And then, well, you know where that leads to. So the next one is, um, how do you save your marriage by yourself? That's a great question. How do you save your marriage by yourself? Well, hard work, perseverance, and consistency. That's how you do it. Because once you get in marriage crisis, I'm not going to lie. 
man, listen, I've been a coach for a lot of years. I've coached girls, women, men, uh, boys. Um, I've coached all walks of life. Well, I, I take that back. I haven't coached handicapped, uh, the Olympics or nothing like that. I have not coached uh, uh, special needs kids like that. I've never done that. But it's the same. It's the same. It's all the same. You know, um, you've got to save. In order to save your marriage by yourself, it's called perseverance and consistency. And you got to have a plan. And, and if you don't, if you don't have the warrior spirit, you can't really save your marriage because then even if you did get your wife to come back, how are you going to keep her there? How are you going to keep her forever? forever? Say you're 30 years old and your wife leaves for the first time and you talk her back, which most times, most guys, the first time your wife leaves, you can talk her back. I did it three or four times. You could do it. You don't need a coach for that one. You don't, That's not what you need me for. You don't need me to get your wife back. You can get your wife back. Well, if you're in deep marriage crisis, not, maybe not, but you can. You know what you need me for? You need me to help you get your wife, your wife to stay for the rest of her life and not ever want to leave, not ever think about leaving again. That's what you need me for. If you just want your wife back, because that's just selfishness. You just want your wife back because of you, because you, you're, not, you're unhappy, you're not happy anymore. If you, if you don't want your be a better man, if you don't realize you want to be a better man for God and for yourself and for your children and for your wife, then you can get your wife back. You can just keep talking to her. Eventually, she'll probably succumb, unless depending on how deep she's hurt. But, dude, you 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 can't get out of that by yourself. You you need a coach to help you keep your wife. Learn how to keep your wife there for the rest of her of your marriage. So, if you're 30 years old, 70 years, you need a marriage coach to teach you how to keep your wife there for 70 years and keep be married. Keep that marriage great for 70 years. See, you don't think you think about that one, did you? Most people don't. I just want my I just want my husband back. I just want my wife back right now. That's all I want. Well, that is not gonna work because they're gonna come back and then three months later or six months later or a year later or five or ten years, twenty years later, they're gonna do it again. You know why? Because you still you. She's still her. I talk to people all the time. I just want, you know, I just want them back. I, I just, you know, why can't they just come back? Why can't they just let me, you know, I'm, I'm cha- I've am i changed. No, you ain't. You changed in two weeks. You changed in two. You really have. You've, you've changed in two weeks. Once your wife is in the in marriage crisis, she don't trust nothing you say, nothing you do. All you do is manipulate me. You're just doing it for yourself. You're not really trying to get me back for me. You're just trying to get me back for you because you're unhappy. And women, people think that women care about kids like that. Women don't care about kids like that. They don't. They don't. You know how you know women don't care about kids like they say they do? Because when they marry, when they hurt and their marriage is bad, guess what they do? They take the kids and they leave. They split the family up. The husband has not messed around on them and he has not hit them. But they don't care. I'm unhappy. So you, you can eat. Some of them even leave the kids with their daddy. <laughs> Hey, you keep them. I'm gone. I'm done. Okay? So, save your marriage by yourself. You can do it. It's hard, but you can do it. You need help. And when I say you need, I don't just say that to lightly. 
you know, I know it might seem like it's a, what do you call it? A conflict of interest, but it's really not. That's what my job, that's what I do. I'm passionate about it. I love it. So if I'm sitting in front of you, I tell guys all the time, especially lately, I tell them, hey, man, if you only had one or two problems, I, you wouldn't need me. I tell them that. I tell them that. But we talk and I tell them, you've got all these things. You got 25, 10, 20, 30, 40 things wrong. You think you're going to solve that by yourself when you still got to go to work? You still got kids to think about? You still got to eat and sleep? You still got to organize all these things to get you and get your wife back in order, get your family in order, relationship with God right, and your kids right. You can do that by yourself. No, you can't. If you could, you wouldn't. You you do it. But most guys can't. Okay? So, and I, I'm here to tell you, some. I, how many times do I hear this one? Oh, man, I'm just going to pray and let God just take care of it. You know what? That's another thing from hell. That's another one from hell. Dude, Pray it if it all will, if it's, it's a lot more than prayer. Prayer requires action, and I try to get men to understand me in this one. They and they don't, they don't. Prayer requires action, just like prayer is an active task. What you do after the prayer requires action. You just can't pray and then just go, Well, I prayed. Well, I guess I can go to work now. That's just not how it works. That's not how the universe works. It's not. God wants you to show that you really, you say you want this, right? No matter what you want, you say, I want this, I want that. So in this case, you say, Lord, I want my marriage back. Please fix my marriage. Then, but it doesn't work. You, God is saying, okay, no problem, dude. I'm going to help you. But you got to suffer for it. You got to sacrifice for it. You got to give, you got to prove to me that this is what you want. And what does that require? That requires an abundance of suffering and sacrifice and consistency and perseverance. That's when your prayer gets answered. When you give enough, the amount of, that's why the amount of suffering and sacrifice means something. Because it's like a bucket. It fills up, then you get your prayers answered. You don't fill up the bucket, you don't get your prayer answered. Only God knows when he's going to answer your prayers. But that takes, that takes, a lot of suffering and sacrifice. When we screw up our lives, it takes the Holy Spirit time to fix that. Why? Because we got a lot of things, a lot of components to that. God's a lot of components to that, right? So you and your wife mess up your marriage. So you want divorce. She wants a divorce. You guys can't get along. The kids are all up in turmoil. Your parents are involved. Your siblings, other people, family that you've infected because you and your wife can't get along. You're affecting society. You don't really think about that, do you? That when we can't, when we can't, when we can't get along in our marriage, marriage is the core of the universe. So when we mess our marriages up, it affects society as a whole. So the Holy Spirit has to come in and fix that. And that and, and God could just fix it. Of course he could just fix it. But no, that's not how God works. He works through suffering and sacrifice, like who? Like his son did. And that's why. People do not understand what prayer is really about. I don't even fully understand it. And I, you know, I don't, you know, but one thing I do know, I've learned, I learned a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. And then you can put that together. You start to realize what this is about, you know, next. Um, so that's it. Is it even possible to save a marriage when it seems all is lost? Yeah, it is. 
Believe it or not, you can't do it. I have guys do it all the time. I have them do it all the time, man. And I wish you guys would really understand that. But most men cannot get their ego out of the way in order to receive the kind of help they need. Most think they, a lot of guys think, well, I just keep searching the internet and then I'll just keep, there's got to be the answer. The answer has got to be out there somewhere on the internet. I just got to keep searching. That dude, after you search for a week or so and you can't find, that's, listen, here's how the internet works, man. I'm just going to be completely honest with y'all because y'all, y'all don't understand this. I'm in that world and I'm telling you, here's how it works. People are going to give you free stuff all the time. They're going to give you free stuff all the time. Most people really want to help you. So they're going to give you free stuff to get you to look at their stuff so they can, so that you can prove, so they can prove that they can help you, right? And so then what will happen is they'll give you a free PDF or a free document to look at or a free, you know, or a free T-shirt or whatever, the reason they do that because they know that people won't do anything, especially men. That's why men, that's why advertisers go after women. Because women, they will buy and they will get involved and they will do that. Men, we're like lug nuts. We ain't trying to do nothing, you know. And so I've been told millions and many, many times, why do you mess around and try to help men? They ain't gonna listen. I get told that all the time. For eight years, I have gotten told that. Why do you try to help men? They ain't going to listen. They ain't going to buy nothing. And they ain't going to listen. And they ain't going to listen. <laughs> that's, that's what I get. I, I'm just being honest with you, man. I'm just being honest with you. But you know why I keep helping men? Because I know men are the ones that can change the world. Women can't change the world. They can't. Women... Because women got kids to watch and they changed the world by the kids they raise. See, didn't know that one probably, but that's the truth. That's coming from God. That ain't coming from Jerry. Women changed the world by the kids they raise. Look at the blessed mother and her son, Jesus Christ. What did he do? Women don't really understand that. They, they don't really realize that they can change the world by just one, the raising of one child. Yep, you sure can. That's how great you are. You are the giver of life. But see, you're taught, you know, you're taught society that you're nothing, really, if you're not a superstar, if you're not a singer, or you, you, you're not Oprah Winfrey, or you're not this uh, great actress, or, or this great athlete, you know, or this great doctor or lawyer. You know, that stuff is cool, man, but that's, that's not going to really change the world. You're going to help people, you know. But see, that's that's the way we do. That's the way we do. It is possible. It is possible to save your marriage when you're the only one that wants to. But it's going to take time. It's going to take, you know, pride. Now get your pride and ego out of the way. And men, that that's the that's my biggest obstacle with men. Is they keep they come they come to us coaches and they think they know everything and they can't get their ego out of the way. Then once you get past that, you got to get in their pocket because you cannot get the kind of help you need if you're in marriage crisis without paying somebody. That was my whole thing about the internet thing. That people understand that. Listen, I try to help you as much as I can, 
for free because that way you can see that I can help you. But after a while, you you must put you must dip in your pocket and pay some money to get the real help to actually get the action steps and the action to fix your problem. Because people they just can't just keep giving you stuff for free, for free, and for free because only because really sitting down and speaking with you and getting things and getting your mind right, your mindset right, that takes time. That takes a lot of effort. To get a man, to get a man to get his wife to come back when she's best divorced him, that takes a lot of time and effort. That on the coach's part, you know, not just your part, on the coach's part. You know, that's personal time. That's a lot of time. And so I listen, I am all down for 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 looking at the initial research, trying to find the person that people that can help you. I'm down with that. That's how I roll, you know. I try to help you as much as like in this podcast. I try to help you as much as I can, but I can only help you so much over a radio station. I mean, I can't, you know, I can only help you so much in a book. I can only help you so much in a, um, in a, you know, in a document, in a PDF file or 10 free things, 10 great things that you could do to save your marriage and stuff like that. All that stuff is great, but man, in the end, it comes down to you as a man saying, okay, I, I can't get out. I need help. I need some help to be able to get this because the longer I've seen guys, I had a guy that I talked to him. His wife hadn't divorced him yet. They're in serious marriage crisis. She wanted a divorce and she was on him, on him and on him. And his thing was money for her. She wanted more money. He didn't want to give her the money. She wanted another kid. He didn't want to give her the kid. And so it was it, it something really bad happened of where she went into menopause and couldn't have kids no more. And she got so angry at him because he wouldn't make love to her because he was, because he was stuck in his ego and his money. He wanted to hold on to his money. The more kids I have, the more money I got to give up. See how, does that even sound rational? Is that from hell or what? So guess what? Two years from then, he came to me and said, well, Jerry, she she divorced me and uh, took all my money. She has all the kids, custody of all the kids in all the house and everything. I don't have nothing. And uh, what am I supposed to say then? I mean, what am I supposed to say? I mean, I can I can help you, but dude, you two years ago is when you really could have helped. It would have been a lot easier. And that's what I try to tell men, man. Please, if you're sensing that. If your wife has told you I'm I'm done, I need space, all the stuff you hear me say and you've heard her say, that means your time, you're out of time. You're 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 out of time. There's no more time, fellas. It's over. You, you you've got to start right now. No more I got to go to work, no more I got to save my money, no more I got to get my credit score right, no more I got to fix my car, no more I got to take care of the kids, no more none of that. It's, it's, it's over. All that stuff, you've been doing that stuff for, for five years, for 10 years, for 20 years, or however long you're doing it. And But man, it's over. It's time. It's over. And I can't, and I try my best to, and not just me, a lot of coaches, we try our best to, to, to put as much passion as we can into what we do to try to help a man. But in the end, that man has to, 
decide if he's going to listen and 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 take the sacrifice what it's going to take to to make his wife love him again. Okay, so that's what we're going to talk about today. We talked about it a little bit already, but you know, I, I want to always prime you when we come to stuff like this. And so when we come back, um, we are going to get deeper real quick, and we will be out of here. Ba 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 ba. If you're getting value from this podcast and would like more personal marriage help, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an opportunity to work with me personally for free. Yes, within 30 days, learn how to become a better husband that attracts your wife back to you. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com and get a plan tailored specific to your marriage and situation. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me the chance to help you using my personal and gained experience. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior coaching for your marriage. Again, SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com. That's SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com to become the man God created you to be and the husband your wife needs. Lastly, I always get the question, why don't you help women? And I always answer them, I do. So for all of you beloved wives out there that want to reignite that feeling of emotional closeness and complete love from your hubby, consider marriage coaching and visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an improved marriage within 30 days. All right, all right, we are back, back, back. We are back. So let me get a caller here. You know, if you if you're in marriage crisis and you you need a little bite, just ask one question. Just ask one question, and then we can start from there. Um, and so I'm gonna break into this content real quick because um, I want you to really understand that you can get out of this. Um, but it's like I said, it's going to take work and man, really, you know, you're going to be, a, you're going to become, become a better man. You will, you will. Um, that's the big goal to become a better man so that you attract your wife to you, you attract your children to you. Um, and, and that's, that's what being a real man is about. Okay. So as promised, how to save your marriage alone, even if it seems your wife has given up the eight step battle plan. So I'm going to go over this battle plan that I use. Um, it's real quick. Uh, I'm not going to go deep into it um, because the deeper I go, the more confused you're going to get because <laughs> you're going to like, okay, Jerry, what do I do? Okay, I, I, I. no. So if you want more help, you know, I suggest that you go to SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com. Start there. Um, you can always get a hold to a coach then. Right now, you know, I'm the coach. And so um, that's, that's you really need the help to get the help you need. If you really want to solve it, you got the heart, the warrior spirit. And you have some humility, dude, we can rock. We can do it. So the A-step battle plan, the keys to saving a marriage in marriage crisis is to have a logical plan to follow. Many don't know what to do or who to ask. And if they did, the odds are the person would have no clue on how to help them anyway. How many times have you come across that? Huh? You know, you know, people, they, they feel bad for you, but they give you the wrong advice at this time. What, what's, what's the main advice that you hear women get? Girl, leave him. You deserve better than him. He don't even love you. He don't care about you. Look at that. He only give you no money. He don't, he don't even, he won't even buy you a new car. He, what is wrong with him? You know, 
And girl, hell, you don't need to be with him. Come hang with us. Come hang with us, girl. We can make you happy. Let's go to Florida, to the Florida Keys, girl. Me, you, and Jimmy. I mean, Johnny. I mean, oh, no, no. We ain't taking them. We can't take them. Me, you, and Clara, and Sue. We're going to go. <laughs> so, look, people give you the your wife the wrong advice. This is why I say you can't lead your home like we like we did, like our fathers did, our fathers' fathers did, our fathers' fathers' fathers did, because women have too many avenues for out these days. They have too many people, too many ways of getting out of this and getting away from you. You have to understand what you're doing. And that all starts with love, emotional connection, and persistency and consistency in that job. So um, when men come to me, they are so, there are so many steps behind their wife. She has planned for years, for years the moves she is making. And so when men find out, we're playing catch up from the get-go. Guys come to me, they have no clue their wife wants to leave or divorce and stuff. And they they're so far behind, they they behind the eight ball, the nine ball, the ten ball, the twelfth ball, and the whole pool table. That's what they behind. And they're trying to catch up. My job is to help you get catch up and to get even so that you're on the same playing field, okay? Because your wife's been thinking about this for years. For years, she's been thinking about this. Our wives have decided that they can be happier with us than without us. No matter what the church says, God says, or you say, she is done. That's what she makes you believe, that I've been thinking about this for years. I could be happier with, with you than without you. So I don't care what the church says. I don't care what God says. And I sure don't care what you say. I'm done. I don't love you no more. I hate you. I don't, I'm not attracted to you no more. They say all kind of stuff. But the truth is this. Your wife don't know what the hell she wants to do. She's emotionally confused. She don't know who to listen to. She just knows one thing. Your wife knows one thing. She believes two, one, She knows one thing and believes another. this other thing. The first thing is that she knows is she just knows I'm unhappy and I'm miserable. Okay. The second thing is I, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to get it back. I don't know. You know, I, emotional connection is gone. I can't make myself loving. This is why if your wife can fall out of love with you, she can fall back in love with you, but you got to know what you're doing. You just, it's not, you just can't walk up to her and start begging and crying and all that stuff. You don't even look like a weak, a weak fool then, you know, um, it's, there's a certain thing that you got to do. And, you know, a lot of times is, listen, the best way out of marriage, you know, the best way out of marriage crisis is, it's the same, it's the, the same as the best way to credit card debt. You know what the best way to credit card debt is? Don't get a credit card. You know, the best way out of, um, um, you know, the best way out of, uh, you know, marriage crisis is don't get in marriage crisis. You don't do You don't allow your marriage to fall so far that you become in marriage crisis. You do the marriage maintenance it takes to keep your marriage up to par at all times, just like if you take care of your car. It's the same concept. But we don't do that. Why? Because we consider ourselves too much. We don't have our, our, our Catholic radar up. We don't have our man radar up. Okay, so our wives have decided that they can be happier without us than they can with us. And so they have implemented a plan of escape, which I call the wife's exit strategy. And you all, if you've been listening to me anytime, you know what the wife's exit strategy is. The emotional connection is gone. She knows it. She feels it. She feels I can't make myself love him. 
he don't care about me. He don't love me anyway, so I'm just leaving. Then, if this don't get better, I'm going to ask for a separation. If it's going to get better, I'm going to get another man. If it don't get better, he's going to move to this room. I file for divorce. I file for annulment and just on and on and on until she gets to the point where, listen, I'm, I, you ain't trying to make, you ain't trying to make this better, Mr. Husband. So Mr. Husband, since you're not trying to make this better, then you won't listen to me. You don't respect me. You don't love me. Then why am I even here? That's the wife's exit strategy. So that's why it's important that you know that when the nagging starts, you got the major problems. It's time to start fixing your problem right now. So today we will discuss a plan of how to save your marriage alone, even if your wife seems not to care or even wants to help you. Sound impossible? Sure, it does on the surface. But what that is what the evil one wants you wants to do when you are alone and have no help. That's what the devil does, man. When you're alone, you have no help. Your ego's in the way. Your pride's in the way. You don't want to give up your time your money, you don't want to give up your ego, you just want you don't give up your pleasure, then the, the devil just works on you. He just works on you. <laughs> he just works on you when you're by yourself. You know, he you know, and that's the way it works. He plays on your vulnerability and what? It works. It works. I should have a thousand guys in my program. Every marriage coach should have a thousand guys in their program. But you know what? Guys can't get out of their own way. Men cannot get out of their own freaking way. And you know what? I was like that too. Couldn't get out of my way to save my life. Every time, every time. Could not get out of my own way because you know what? I think I know it. I think I know it. And I don't. Then I didn't, you know? And so what we got to do is, first of, the, first of all, it's like being an alcoholic or a drug addict that's so far down under the ground that you go, you know what? Your pride kicks in, and I'm mean, humility kicks in. I'm sorry, your humility kicks in, and you go, you know what? I really can't do this by myself. That's the first. That's the first. That is the first clue of a real man is to go. You know what? Maybe I can't do this on my own. Maybe I don't know. That's that's how you roll. That's how you get the best help. Okay, and then people want to help you. They don't help you because you're paying them money. Or because they don't help you because uh, they, you know, uh, any other reason you could think of. They're not helping you for your why or, or anything like that. They're helping you because they want to help you. That's when you get the best help. When somebody, and they try their best, they try their best for you because they're invested in you. They they feel that you're, that you, that you're humble and you really want this to work. Okay? And so... That's the way. So step one. So which which is why many men don't sign up for marriage help. You know, Satan plays on his vulnerability and it works. And so that's why men don't even sign up for marriage help because Satan is in their brain, in their mind, messing with them. And it and, and it works. Like I said, it really works. For, it works. And, and guys start doubting themselves. Because why? Our con- when our wife, we're in marriage crisis and we want to save our marriage, we're already vulnerable. Right. We are very vulnerable. And that really hurts. If we don't know our confidence is gone, you know, we're, we're doubting ourselves as a man. We don't want to go to work. We don't want to get out of the bed. You know, we don't know what to do, you know. And so this is why you need somebody to help put you in, give you some kind of structure. 
so that you can get 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 things back together. But men, they won't. A lot of guys won't pull the trigger because they're so depressed, you know. And I understand that. And that's why when I talk to guys, I'm so very understanding because I've been there. You know, I, I'm very understanding. I don't really talk to guys like like I talk on the podcast, but that's just me. I'm. You know, when I'm on my podcast or when I'm coaching, like South coaching football and stuff, it's different. But when I talk to guys one-on-one, you know, you can't bang a guy up. You got to, you know, you got to build him up a little bit. You got to be empathetic to a situation. And I'm I'm sincere about that because I've been there. And I don't want everyone, I don't ever want myself to be in that position again. So well, consequently, I don't want you to be in the situation or I want to help you get out of it. But as always, you have to help me. So step one. Patience with action. Patience with action. You've got to have patience, but not just patience when you're trying to get your wife back. It's got to be an action thing. That's why you need a system. If you're gonna get if you're gonna get help from a marriage coach, this is why therapy is not really the thing when it comes to getting your wife back. When you are the one that wants to and your wife can't care, or she only cares a little bit. Or her, because most women's attitude is, look, man, I didn't give you, I didn't try all I could do. I didn't try for years to get you to listen to me, and you ain't listening to me. So listen, you, if you want to say this marriage, you go right ahead. But you know what? I ain't helping. <laughs> I ain't gonna help you. But you go right ahead if you think, hey, I'm willing to, hey, I'm willing to, you know, whatever. But I'm not putting. Don't expect me to help. And with, that's how they are. And you know what? They all say the same thing, but guess what? The dudes that work with me are warriors, and I teach them how to be warriors so that you ignore all that crap. You ignore all of that, okay? So patience with action means that you've got to jump. You've got to be patient, and you've got to have do action and do action steps with a system that draws your wife back to you. That's what that means, okay? So step two, step two. Uh, the tougher it gets, the more you lean on Christ. The tougher it gets, the more you lean on Christ. Okay, so this is why you got to have a good relationship with God. I don't care if you're a Protestant, a Catholic, whatever you are, your your relationship with God's got to be strong. And everybody I talk to, yeah, man, my relationship is strong, especially Protestants, man, Baptists and Methodists. Oh, they, oh boy, oh man, my relationship with God is strong, man. I pray every day. Boom, I showed dude. Man, I, I'm fasting and I'm doing, I'm praying, I'm praying, I'm praying. Boom, boom, boom. And then there are a lot of guys that go, nah, man, I, I don't even go to church. You know, I'm just, I'm just, you know, I just hang out. You know, I I what I, I know I'm supposed to, you know, but I got this to do or that to do. You know, um, the thing about it is if you think you got a strong relationship with God, you don't. If you think you got a great marriage, you don't. That's your downfall. Pride, man. Pride. We've got to start understanding that ego is the main problem with us. Pride is very strong. When we say, when God says it's the root of all evil, man, it's the truth. Pride is why Satan fell. He couldn't submit. So when a man comes to me and says, oh, man, my relationship with God is strong. It's real strong. No, it ain't. No, it ain't. That's your pride talking, man. Admit it. Your, if, your relationship with God is not as strong as it needs to be. Catholic man too. You know, if it was all about prayer, gentlemen, that's all anybody would do. You got it. Like I said earlier in the other segment, man, it's about 
You've got to understand prayer is a suffering. It's a sacrifice. And in the Catholic Church, the prayers that, that I give you are proven to work over 2,000 years. This is why you've got to understand it's a medit. Prayer is a meditation. Prayer is not this. I mean, it, I'm, I'm saying that wrong. Prayer is this. So there are nine levels of prayer. The first level of prayer is um, is vocal prayer. So vocal prayer is this. Oh, Lord Jesus Christ, please help me save my marriage. I love you. I thank you for everything you've given me. Uh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Be merciful, Jesus. Be merciful, Jesus. Uh, give me that. That give me that. That nice house. Uh, give me that car. I want. You know, save my family. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Okay, that's vocal prayer. That is the least effective form of prayer. Why? Well, one of the reasons is it doesn't take anything to really do it. People go, well, I talk to God all day in my car when I'm driving. Away. Okay, listen, I'm not saying that's bad. That's a good thing. That is prayer, right? You're talking to God. That's a good thing. Okay, but in order to grow closer to God, you must enter into meditation. So meditation is the second level of prayer, which is the gateway to the other seven levels of prayer. So if all a, a man does is say is vocal prayer all the time, that is not, you're not going to grow close to God like that. Why? Because meditation is what is the next level. And what that does is it opens up your mind and you meditate on scripture. You meditate on, um, on the life of the saints. You meditate on the blessed mother and her relationship with Jesus Christ. You meditate on God himself, the, our father, the Hail Mary. These are all meditations. And when you meditate on the prayers that the church has proven to work over 2000 years, and then all of a sudden you start getting results and you see that the Holy Spirit is trying to help you too. And then God reveals to you wisdom, which is a fruit of the Holy Spirit. And then all of a sudden you really see that I am growing closer to God, I, which means I know him. And you're not just doing it with your mouth. You're doing it with actions on your knees, with the rosary, with your battle weapon rosary in your hand, and this is how you're doing it, okay? That is what we talked When I could say grow closer to God, I mean go, you pray more, you fight more, you're a warrior more, you enter the battle daily more. This is how you lean on Christ, because the more you lean on Christ, the more peace you get, and the more the supernatural world, God himself, will help you. Okay, step three, stop repelling and start attracting. Put your wife at ease, create calm and relaxation. Most people can't even, most people can't, most couples, they argue off so much, they don't have no communication. So what do they do? When they get in the same room, they get, they're, they're so, uh, they're, they, they're just, they can't sit down and have a peaceful conversation with each other. They stress each other out. So if your wife, if you're stressing your wife out all the time and you guys talk, she's not going to, she's going to do what? She's going to get away from you. If a husband is stressing his wife out, she will get away from him. Why? I don't want. I don't want to be in. That's too painful to sit there and argue with him. So that's what. That's what that's called. You cannot argue with our wives. We can't. It hurts them too bad. Okay. Next step four: attract. You must stop your marriage killing behaviors. Stop marriage killers. Marriage killers are things like arguing, fighting, blaming her, criticizing her, defending yourself, attacking her back with name calling. All that kind of stuff that we do when we think our wife is our partner instead of our beloved. And that's how people treat their partners. I can sit there and argue and fight with my partner all day, and tomorrow will be cool. No, 
That's not how women do it. They can't. Women, you got to understand, women are emotional. They're nurturers. Why? Women are nurturers and emotional to bond with children. So they're, they are very in tune. They have, they have very high instincts when it comes to the faith and when it comes to their families. But if the husband ain't got his job together, the woman gets upset and she and she's and if he's he's calling her names, they're calling her the B word, the C word, and he ignoring her and he he doesn't respect her or listen to her, he's just hurting her. And so eventually she's just like, look, man, I can't take this no more. I'm not, I'm done with this argument stuff. See, that's how we treat our partner, you know, or our buddy. We can sit there and debate with our buddy all day long. We can still be friends tomorrow. That's men. Men, yes, we can do that with each other. But our wife is not our partner. She's not our buddy. She's our beloved. So what does that mean? That means our wife is our partner, our buddy, our one flesh, our lover, our, our helpmate with God and Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. She is our nurturer. She is a heart of our home. Our wife is everything, is everything. And if we treat her just like a partner, she's going to get offended with that. If we treat her like a buddy, she's going to get offended with that. Okay? So, next. Uh, number five, connect pleasurable conversations with your wife. So, once you get past those first four steps, then you enter into the pleasurable, enjoyable conversation phase. And so, basically, you and your wife, you have you have stopped the arguing and the fighting. And you're stop, and you and you can sit down, and you can have pleasurable conversation with each other. You enjoy talking to her; she enjoys talking to you. And then, boom, things become cool, becomes nice, which leads to number six. So, step six is what? Your wife stops calling you names. Your wife starts doing marriage killers against you. She stops blaming you. She stops nagging you. She stops um, doing all these things that turn you off. She starts respecting you. Why? Because the emotional connection is coming back and she, you become valuable to her again. In those first four steps, she couldn't stand you. You know why? Because you was hurting her too much. Men don't understand how easily we can hurt our wife. Just by our body language, we can hurt our wife. Why? Because we're bonded to our wives. How are we bonded to our wives? First of all, we're bonded before God because we're married in the church. That is a strong, it's called a sacrament, which means we get grace just by being married. We get grace in our marriage. Number two, we have children together. So that's a strong bond. We have children together with our wife. Even if you have stepchildren, you all are one family. You're around each other all the time. You love each other. That's a strong bond. The third way and the, one of the most powerful ways is you have the mental embrace together. This is why you don't have sex outside of marriage. Because every person that you've ever had sex with in your whole life, you are still bonded to them for the rest of your life. This is why God, this is how he set it up. This is why you don't have sex outside of marriage. Most people don't know that. Once you have sex with a person, you are bonded to them for the rest of your life through chemi chemically. So when you see that person, you automatically connect. Oh, my God, I had sex with her. Oh, yeah, she had sex with me. Oh, well. You know, and your wife sees it too. Your wife knows when you have sex with somebody. Don't think she don't. That's how my wife did me. <laughs> my, my wife I got now. One of my sister's friends, we was uh young and we had, you know, we had sex. I mean, I was stupid. I'm sorry. Hey, I, I messed up. I didn't know nothing. That's what I thought everybody's supposed to do. So we when me and my wife got married, we saw her and her husband. 
And all I did was say, hey, how you doing? And we shook hands. And we hugged. I, I hug everybody because I, I, I feel close to people when I, once I know them, you know. And I hugged her and I shook his hand and stuff. And so we went out to dinner and stuff with my wife and all of a sudden. And then, so the next that night or the next day, my wife goes, you slept with that girl, didn't you? I said, what? How you know that? No idea. <laughs> <laughs> she just knew it. I couldn't believe it. I was like, dang. Dang, that's boy, that's messed up. I said, okay, I did. Okay, I but I I know, baby, I know you don't love her or nothing. I know you love me. I, I'm just saying, you did though, didn't you? <laughs> so, anyway, so that's next. That's six. Number seven. Number seven, uh, build closeness. So, number seven is build closeness. Time for enjoyable, fun, and pleasurable activities together. So now you've got through the first bad steps. You come valuable to your wife again because you're having in, 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 uh, enjoyable, enjoyable conversations. The emotional connection starting to come back. And now you're doing things together again. You're taking walks. You're holding hands. You're going to the park. You're going on vacations. You're doing events together. You're going to concerts again. You know, but you're still not having sex, right? So that is number eight. Number eight is bond enjoying the mental embrace again. So that's what step eight is. And that's what you guys got to realize. Women, you have there, you have to show them that you love them and you court them and you date them and they're number one. They're special in your life. They are the queen on the throne. And every day you must show them how special they are to you. That's just the way it is. I didn't set it up. Don't shoot the messenger. That's the way it is. It's called the fall. And after the fall, women became ordered towards marriage. They became ordered towards nagging their husbands. They became a lot harder to please. This is why you cannot, you have to always be on your game, gentlemen. You have to always be on the top of your game. Now, I'm not saying you got to be perfect. You should try to be perfect. That way, you always make sure you're on point. But that's the way it is. So the step eight is the marital embrace. And I just don't mean sex. You're having wonderful God loving you, God, the Holy Spirit, the Trinity, Trinity, and you and your wife in your bedroom are making love that bonds you together. You're learning each other's mysteries, and you cannot imagine your marriage being any other way before than it is now. And so that is the eight-step battle plan. And I want to tell you, people, if you need more help, Visit SaveByCatholicMarriage.com, and Jerry will do his best to help you. Bam! If you're getting value from this podcast and would like more personal marriage help, visit SaveByCatholicMarriage.com for an opportunity to work with me personally for free. Yes, within 30 days, learn how to become a better husband that attracts your wife back to you. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com and get a plan tailored specific to your marriage and situation. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me the chance to help you using my personal and gained experience. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior coaching for your marriage. Again, SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com. That's Save 
MyCatholicMarriage.com to become the man God created you to be and the husband your wife needs. Lastly, I always get the question, why don't you help women? And I always answer them, I do. So for all of you beloved wives out there that want to reignite that feeling of emotional closeness and complete love from your hubby, consider marriage coaching and visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an improved marriage within 30 days. And so, as we always do, we end with a quote from Pope Benedict XVI, which states, Society offers you comfort, but you weren't made for comfort. You were made for greatness. Now go forth, Christian soldier. The spiritual fight is upon you. Fast, pray, and prepare for battle. Thank you for listening in today. If what you heard helped you in any way and you would like more personal attention, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior marriage coaching. And remember to join the Catholic Alpha Radical Live podcast as a caller or listener every Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern. To join as a caller, dial area code 313-RADICAL. To join as a listener or view the live stream, visit the Catholic Alpha Radical Live Facebook page or visit CatholicAlpha.com for Catholic marriage help that actually works. Bang.